It's ADHD Doing everything we should Today's episode's About the Hilltime Hoods Or Ooh, once again We're coming with a hot show Oh, Mel, you already know Gavin Shout out to our Aussie friends ADHD, we're back again For another show Oh shit, Hilltop Hoods Coming back About to talk about some crazy shit right now Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Friday episode. So you left us on a bit of a cliffhanger last uh, episode. Bro. Yeah. So uh, Gavin and Mel, they saw the Hilltop Hoods. They just went to go see them. They what? Saw some videos. It's a huge stadium. It looks like a t- shitload of people at this. It's like a football stadium. Cheesy. Yes, yeah. It sounds uh, sounds alright. Let's yeah, let's see if we can. How, how many people are in the group? I see like two people on stage right now. Nice. Okay. Sounds like something you could get down with. That sounds like some Mac Miller shit or something. Hell yeah. So what's the deal? Uh, they want us to go. <laughs> to Australia? <laughs> They're coming here. When? Hilltop Hoods. I looked it up. They're going to be at... So this is what's interesting. Because over there, they're playing like a huge-ass fucking right. theater, whatever, yeah. stadium or some shit. Here, I think they're, they're playing, playing at the Roxy. Oh, no way. Yeah. When? Uh, two shows, it looks like. Uh, one on September 11th. Whoa. Never close f- <laughs> always remember. <laughs> What's the close? And November 9th. November 9th. November 9th. They got two shows. Uh, yeah. The Roxy Theater. Hilltop Boys. The tickets. Let's see how much the tickets are. Let's buy them right now. For which one? We don't even know which one we could go to. Which one? I don't know. Which Limited we- inventory. Oh, shit. They just say that on purpose, dude. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. It's bullshit. <laughs> it's fucking bullshit. Also, what's going to happen to us? Do you think we'll be all right going to a, <laughs> a Hilltop show? I think so, bro. Yeah? Yeah. Bunch of we just have to, us, white Australian people. We, oh, my God. Okay, general mission, though. Thank God. 35 bucks. Okay. Okay, because there's some expensive-ass tickets. How much? There's some. Fu- the top price is 450 bucks. <laughs> Two seventy three. After that, two seventy. You know, I know, I and know. And then forty five for general. Admission. I know people at the Roxy. They all say general admission though. That's weird. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. Maybe pay thirty five and get the five hundred fucking package. That would be fucking dope. I'm going to the Roxy tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. To see. Um, the goddamn comedy jam. Oh, okay. Yeah, a few homies are there. How many people is that can hold the Roxy hold? Not a lot, right? Maybe a like few, few hundred. Yeah, easy. Like yeah. I'll say about a couple hundred. Five. Five. Yeah. Oh. People. Yeah. Five, five. <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't play at the Roxy before. I played at the Viper Room, and that, oh, yeah, that was, and there was five people. It was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, I'm down. Let's play some of their hits. Do they have any fucking? What's their? Fuck you you have Spotify or Apple I, Music? I'll go straight to the fucking YouTube, bro. Uh, 
don't know, man. You got to go to the music app, bro. Little Top Hoods. Okay. Here we go. This has 19 million views. Ooh. The nosebleed section. So respect. This video is exclusive to Australia. This is this can't play? No, it's playing. Oh. For my people in the front. Uh, I think they played this one, right? Am I tripping? Didn't... Yeah, I think they played one for us. This is for the headsets, loving the mix. My people in the front, oh, carbon and spin. Batters in the box, suffer the pitch. Hilltop hoods, oh, hop in this bitch. So we got punk leaders, punks, you can't beat us. We bump and bump meters, we drunk, you chumps need us. Jump with us, down the front, if it's a supply, your flavor, can't get drunk with us. What do you say? This life turned out nothing like I now I should have had some land, some money in my hand, round about 50 grand, but I got nothing. Not on my runs in the bus, I keep suffering. Fuck the lines of the dust, you keep sniffing. That's crazy. It sounds like a like a 90s song, but I think this came out in 2006. Mm. Like even the scratching and shit. <laughs> Eighteen million views. This is from twenty fourteen. Okay. Watch me to my finger, lost into my singer. The song's called Cosby Sweating. Eighteen million views on this one. Wow. Not too shabby. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Not bad for a fucking bunch of Aussies. <laughs> I see why you'd fill them though. I like. I, I I hear it. I'm like, oh yeah. shit. If you like got fucking Beastie Boys in a blender with Mac Miller with fucking a little bit of, uh, mm-hmm. you know, because I hear some of the, all those influences, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it does sound. It feels a little off. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, dude. We're gonna go check them out. I want to make that clear. Feels a little off. Well, I like this. You don't like the other shit? No, I like this. I like the beat on this. One. I like that first one. This is 1955 featuring Montaigne oh, and Tom Tom. I was going to say, YouTube isn't around back then. 17 million views, 2016. Pretty dope. Okay. So are so what? We're not going to get uh, murdered at the show? Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, we'll probably be the only Mexican people there. What? Why you all, why you, you think so? Dude, we definitely won't be, bro. You think so? Yeah, dude. There's fucking janitors working. <laughs> there's <laughs> ticket people working. Can we give me in a room with a fucking bunch of Australian people? You know what? I'm not scared of those fucking, <laughs> I got nothing to be afraid of, dude. Especially with those dudes. You don't think you could take them? I don't know. Take them out to dinner. <laughs> take them out to dinner. Yeah. No. I don't know. I mean, what are we dealing with here? 
think we're doing. I haven't been, I haven't been around that many. If they're anything like Gavin and Mel, I'm sure it'll be sweethearts. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but they just went. They took their son. Their his to his first concert was the Hilltop wow. Hoods. What a great, what a great parents. <laughs> I know it was pretty cool. All right. I, on that note, what was the first concert you've been to? Foof. Oh, I was going to say Foo Fighters. I was like, Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. Like, Jesus. You know what? i never been to a concert. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to a concert. I haven't been to that many concerts, honestly. Uh, I think the first concert I went to, now now it sounds really lame, but at the time it was pretty cool. <laughs> it was Maroon 5. It was off of their first album. Was that 2008? Yeah, it was a long time ago, 2005 or some shit. Dang. It was a long time ago. How old are you? Like 13 or something. But that was off of their first album, which actually had a bunch of good songs on it. And then it's been a very gay decline after that. Yeah. This shit's got real whack. Um, But at the time, they were good. And uh, their guitar player used to be in a really good local band called Square before that. Mm -hmm. And he's actually an amazing guitar player. Um, James Valentine but he doesn't play anything anymore because they're just making fucking uh, club hits now why well, you hate on that club hit life bro cause they're not even good club hits <laughs> yeah well yours what was yours damn I went to go see a concert MC Hammer and TLC <laughs> really yeah wow it, it was um what was it? it was uh they had just came out with uh their their breakout album oh fuck i don't know it's it's uh to be honest it's not really um a fun memory <laughs> no really i don't really like honestly don't really give a shit about uh concerts that much these yeah. days i don't know why i think probably because like i want like to be either backstage or on stage um, you know what i mean it's just like yeah. i don't know it's kind of a weird feeling. Mm. I don't want to experience like like I have friends like I'm gonna make an exception for the hilltop hoods or whatever. Yeah, I mean I'm not gonna. I think it's dope we're seeing them at a smaller place because honestly, if it was like a huge concert, I probably wouldn't care to go. You know, I seen uh, but and I want to make a little side announcement. Uh, I seen Tool at uh, the uh, the uh, Stable Center. Okay, that's cool. In like 2005, mm-hmm. 2000, no, 2006 or something. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty fucking amazing. Yeah. And I, we didn't have great seats, but it was last minute. Yeah. It was like, like my first friends dropped out and they're like, dude, I can't get rid of this ticket. Just come mm-hmm. with me. And I'm like, all right. And I had a great time. Yeah. I'm sure and that was I, cool. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, on a side side note, Tool just released all their fucking all their catalog. Oh, really? On fucking Spotify and uh, in Apple Music. Oh, it wasn't there before. Yeah, you found a tool. Uh, okay, I haven't really seen it. Anymore. It's kind of like it's. I, I get it. I can't. I, I honestly really despise this word, but I'm going to use it. But everyone's calling it butt rock, right? And I just don't think it's butt, butt rock. Yeah, what I don't think it's is that. Butt rock to me is not that. Butt rock to me is whiny kids fucking playing rock. That's butt rock to me. Butt rock. I know you heard of that. <clears throat> It's a word. <laughs> butt rock? Yeah, dude, people call it butt rock, okay? Oh, my bad. Shit. It's just like bad rock and roll music, but I I associate it from people going like, my dad told me I can't go out That sounds play. like butt rock because it sounds emo. And yeah, like, yeah. It, dude, I hate that shit. And emo. It's just like, shit. my dad never touched me. Like simple plan. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They're calling it that. 
I don't know, but people, uh, a lot of people are saying like the, basically that was the birth of, of Barack. I can't get behind that. Yeah. James Maynard Keenan is too much of a fucking amazing artist to be fucking lumped into butt rock fucking mm-hmm. like, categories. It's fucking, it has butt, butt rock tendencies. I feel that, but it's not butt rock. Trust me. Anyway. Um, so all that being said, Hilltop Hoods. No, when I went to that concert, by the way, mm-hmm. there's a song called Enema. I'm sure you heard of it. Mm-hmm. If you haven't, take a listen to it. Essentially, it's an ode to Los Angeles, mm-hmm. for lack of a better term. Yeah. But essentially, he talks about how all of California is going to sink into the ocean, mm-hmm. and that everybody who thinks that fucking paying for a latte and getting Botox, you gonna you deserve to die. <laughs> Like, you guys are fucking yuppie assholes mm-hmm. who don't appreciate shit, and you deserve to die in mm-hmm. the ocean and drown to death from this major earthquake that's that's supposedly going to drown all of California. And there's a part where he goes, <laughs> there's a part where he says, I'll see you in Arizona Bay. <laughs> Arizona Bay. <laughs> I so he's, funny. I know, it's pretty fucking tight where he's like, and there's a moment, because he's talking about L.A., we're in LA. We're watching them play the biggest fucking center in, La- in yeah. Los Angeles. And there's literally, there's a fucking lyric that goes, I'm praying for a tidal wave. <laughs> I want to see the ground give way. Did <laughs> everyone like, just go like, is he talking no, about us? <laughs> everybody was singing like church. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, basically he says, I want to see mother nature put it back the way it ought to be. <laughs> it's just like such a good fucking song. It's the title track of the fucking album. I thought that was kind of crazy. Mm. Um, I went to a few other concert experiences where I was not uh, VIP or backstage or on stage or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I was just a crazy amount of drugs. Okay. So uh, recently I went to a EDM. Oh, yeah. I told you this experience. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had a fun time. I was on Molly though. Don't yeah. count. Don't count. When people get excited, like I had a friend of mine who goes, Oh my God, you never guess what happened. I'm like, what? I bought a Coachella ticket and I'm like, he told me this two months ago or a month ago or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, it's not till next year. He goes, I know, but you can make payments to, you know? And I was like, Oh, that just like made me want to cringe. I was like, wow, how mm-hmm. much were the tickets? You know? Yeah. I mean, like, they're like a thousand, right? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> for both weekends maybe yeah um but yeah he's i think it's like two two hundred and fifty three hundred dollars to make payments on that <laughs> well, you know it's just i like, i don't know i think maybe people more than one i think it's more i don't know but um i saw paul mccartney oh at uh oh, what is it called now that's it's a good one at the no i guess it's called the nokia center now the pond uh that's a nice little we saw it's a big venue actually it's it's a fucking stadium hockey stadium i guess um that was dope we were at uh we had like like stage next to the stage like kind of behind him so we were actually really close to the stage but we're kind of looking at like his profile kind of his back like his back profile a little bit yeah it was dope (laughs) i mean that was awesome i mean it was paul mccartney so it was was amazing um saw the police when they came back a few years ago the concert you got arrested yeah <laughs> no, we saw Sir, the, you can't go back there. Saw the police uh, at the same place, basically mm-hmm. the same seats. That was dope. 
Uh, who else have I seen? I don't know. I feel like I haven't been. To- oh, Foo Fighters. That was awesome. That nice. was great because we were in the, like, the standing room in the middle, uh, in front of the stage. That was dope. I mean, they were, they really surprised me. I mean, I don't know why I was surprised. I mean, they're fucking famous and, you know, been doing it for a long time, but they, how good they sounded. They, like, mm. sounded pretty flawless. And even his singing and all of that. So I thought that was, that was a really good concert. That was wow. a lot of fun. I never had really a... I know you kind of hate on him, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, I only hate on him just because it, he will always be the Nirvana drummer. <laughs> to me. He's wrote so many good songs after that. He wishes there were... I, I would trade them all for one one more Nirvana song. <laughs> written by Kirk Cobain. That's fucked up, bro. He'd probably do it too. <laughs> I don't think so. He told me he would. <laughs> no, I had a friend of mine meet him once. He says, he, uh, she said he was such a nice. Yeah. Like, but it was, yeah. Like, but you wish he was dead I instead of Kurt. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, no. I don't, you know what? I don't, I don't know why I hate him. <laughs> you hate him now? I don't know why. I, no, I don't hate him, but I don't like, you know, I'm using extremes. Uh, I don't know why I dislike them. I just, uh, I remember. Have you checked it out? Or are you just you just like fuck that? He's the fucking drummer from Nirvana. I them. swear, bro. Or did you actually check it out? You were you were a fucking a little. A, you were in diapers when I was fucking listening to Nirvana. Remember that? Not Nirvana. I mean, uh, obviously, Foo Fighters. <laughs> <You're just saying. laughs> Foo Fighters. Yeah. yeah. What did you check out? The first album. First album was amazing. Fuck, it is amazing. Huh? That's what. <laughs> why the hate? Second album. It's it's good. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. Let's see what was on their second album. You didn't even know. It's Color Shape. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a good album. Yeah, but I noticed they started getting softer. <laughs> what? They're getting softer and softer. So, what does that What does that matter? You like that fucking Billy Ellis shit. That's <sighs> soft as fuck. The kids. They don't know so any better. So soft. They're kids, though. They don't know any better. I thought you liked that Tentacion fucking crying in your room shit. I do. Then what's, what's the matter with softness? It's nothing matter with softness. Just I just I don't like it when he does it. Why <laughs> <laughs> you don't like Everlong? Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> that wasn't off his first album. All right, bro, you win. I like Foo Fighters. I knew it. Damn it! <laughs> I knew it. Um, what's your favorite Foo Fighters song? Everlong. Ooh, Everlong's a really good song. I love uh, my hero. Yeah, off, uh, off the color, shape, and size. Oh, uh, is that one off the uh, Monkey Wrench? Is a great song. Same, same album. No, it? that's the first album. No, was it? No? No. Let's see. The fucking. What's on the first album then? I know. I don't owe you anything. Oh, yeah. I don't. And they also had. And I talked about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like that song. I used to play that song. Reasons on it. Right. I have a lot of good songs. They do. Yeah. I'm just being hard ass. I'm sorry. <laughs> speaking Ooh, of girls great. I'm sorry. Speaking of hard ass, uh I heard I saw I found a cool YouTube channel. Nice. It's called uh Fresh Out Life After Lockup. And it's this guy, Big Herc, mm-hmm. who interviews people and talks about what it's like to be in prison. And he had so he talks about what's like to be in American prisons mostly. Sure. But he had a Mexican guy on talking about what it was like to be arrested in Mexico. Shit. And this that was pretty hilarious. Uh, this this guy named JC, 
and his YouTube's wrong to strong. Anyways, he was uh, in Chicago. He was like being a hoodlum, whatever, doing, sure. doing gang yeah, shit. Yeah. He gets approached by the cartel. The cartel hires him to go to Mexico, just drive there, mm-hmm. pick up a car, and drive back. Right. Filled with a car full of weed and then drop it off and deliver it somewhere. And that was what he was doing. Right. And he started doing that. He started doing it like every, all the time. And then he got sloppy because he was going so often. Yeah. Like they started getting, uh, well, they, they told him, don't code too often. It's going to look suspicious. Right. And that's exactly what happened. He was driving back one time. He already had done it like nine times, 10 times. And he had come, he was coming back and, uh, he gets stopped at a military. Uh, fucking blockade sure, sure. and they check his fucking paperwork and they see you were just here like two days ago yeah. why are you coming back to Mexico so fast it started to look suspicious and they saw his, all of his records they checked his car they found like 80 pounds of weed oh, in his shit. car and and he was thinking oh it's weed I'm not going to get that long but any right. drug charge in Mexico no matter how small it is is automatic 10 years Right. so he got 10 years but he was an American from Chicago. So anyways, but they still, they arrested him, put him in jail. Well, they took him to the jail and it was just a big building. He opened the doors and they walked him through and then the guards started to leave. And he said, well, aren't you going to give me a cell or anything? And the guard, the guard just says, buscale. So just go find one. <laughs> so there's no fucking organization. The guards don't even go inside wow. the prison. The, there's actually, uh, the people inside the prisons, you know, they actually have guns themselves. The prisoners have guns. <laughs> There's the second day he was there, he got stabbed for his shoes. Uh, yeah, well, my, my friend just got back. He paid five hundred and seventy dollars for a ticket. Five hundred seventy five. Said five five hundred. He said five hundred and seventy or some shit like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I thought it was a lot. Um. So, anyways, uh. So inside the prison, there's no rules. There's no guards ever inside the prison. There's like only, there's just the, the prisoners making all the rules. There's restaurants inside the prison. There's stores. And if you're rich, you get a room with carpeting, TV. Uh, you get women come in two times a week on Sundays and Thursdays. Horse just come in all day long. And, uh, yeah. And if you have money, you just basically do whatever the fuck you want. You're, Mm -hmm. you're rich. You could, there's all the drugs you want. They sell it at the store. There's just like all the drugs you want. If you're poor. And his cellmate was Dave Grohl. No. This is what we're going off to. The only request they had is playing Everlong 24 seven. And then he said, if you're poor, you just live in a, in a cell with like a bunch of like with 20 people sleeping on the floor. Nice. And it's like, literally, it's just crazy to hear that there's no rules and there's no guards in the prison. Yeah. And he spent four years there. He said he was just fucking fucked up the whole time, smoking crack and shit like that. Wow. And he didn't uh, nothing. <laughs> no, he didn't learn shit. And uh, he said that over there, like, there's no rules, there's no guards. So when they found out a child molester was there, they straight up like shoved the broom in his ass so far that he, you said you would look at him and say, "Where's the rest of the broom?" Because all that would be is just hanging out. And then they said that they beat his hands so much, like he was trying to crawl on the ground and there was no bones left. So it was just looked unreal. And it's basically there's just no rules whatsoever. Wow. All right, man. We'll, we'll <laughs> just, we're gonna fucking. It's just sure interesting. That, what would you? What would you do? How, how long do you think you'd last in, in American? American jail? jail? Yeah. 
Dude, I don't know. After watching this tri- this this channel, well, it's fucked up shit. It is fucked up shit. I mean, have you ever been incarcerated or no. like any? Have you ever been any? What exposure do you have to the the prison system? Prison system. Uh, I have family members that are the security guards at the prison system so I'm on the right side of the law thank you very much Jesus, Jesus Christ I don't want to go I was about to say yeah I have a couple cousins I was nodding my head like yeah I, do have, I have a few cousins I do have a too. I do have a cousin that is in jail and he's gonna be there forever his name is Adrian uh, he got fucking, Adrian fucking did something he, he's missing him. so yeah I have, uh, have family on both sides but we actually do have a lot of people a lot of uh, guards in, our, in my dad's officers. family yeah and uh, we do have one person that is not a guard that is also in prison forever. <laughs> um, so, yeah, a little bit. But I've never been arrested. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. For what? Um, Killed a guy. <laughs> Still pending. I can't talk about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I went to... Um, drunk tank? Yeah, I had a drunk tank. And then I got arrested when I was a little kid for uh, shoplifting. Oh really? They yeah. took you to an actual cell? No, they took me to a, a, a juvenile detention. Really? Yeah, and they booked me for how long? Um, so, uh, ten years. <laughs> I'm still in still in time now. <laughs> I go every weekend. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I I got put into a holding cell, and then one of the security guards came at in. the store. No, I, they so they actually booked me. They actually took. Well, they, I mean, you know, I got I got caught selling a bunch of stuff. Where? How old were you? Uh, I would say I was like eleven. Okay. Twelve? No, no, no. Maybe twelve, thirteen. I can't remember. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, twelve or thirteen, probably. Mm-hmm. I wasn't in high school yet. I was like in middle school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't remember. What store was it? It was um, it was one of those stores in the mall, but uh, I forgot like one of those department stores, like a Macy's, like a Macy's or JC Penny. Okay. But I was still in a lot of stuff. I had like wallets and watches and stuff, <laughs> oh, shit. and um, like buying like just designer stuff. I was just stealing. Uh-huh. It was around the holidays. It was really stupid because they beef up security around the holidays, mm-hmm. and I just basically got caught. Did you tell him you were trying to buy a gift for your mom who's sick? I started crying like a little bitch. (laughs) I I was a little kid, you know? And um, they took me into the – they booked me, and I tried not to – the thing is I tried to compose myself in front of of my friends because, like, they had to take me out of the store, the store back room – Mm-hmm. And then take me because they they prosecute to the umpteenth fucking whatever percent mm. they to the fullest basically we prosecute shoplifters yeah. to maximum penalty we press charges and we yeah. whatever so they fucking took me out to put me into a squad car took me into the fucking juvenile hall and then when the security guard was taking like checking all my pockets and mm-hmm. I had a Game Boy in my pocket he goes you steal this too and I'm just like fuck I'm a thief no I didn't but I mean you know what I mean but like everything you have in your pocket is just like you must have stole this you stole, <laughs> you know, I had headphones um yeah like the stuff in my pockets so he, he was like putting in whatever and uh <laughs> this dude was like they put me in the fucking holding cell and I was like a little kid and I'm just like fuck what did I do were they mean no as a matter of fact the other way around the other guy was just like you shouldn't be doing this son oh okay better than that he's a black guy no <laughs> in my head he was not. in your head he was Morgan Freeman <laughs> I walked through 500 <laughs> yards of shit no 
Um, no, you know, he, so he took me, he gave me a, like a, like a, like a scared straight tour. Oh, okay. He wanted to show me, here's where all the gang members are at. So he shows me <laughs> to the, the, like, it's, it's crazy because it's just a bunch of fucking bunk beds. Like mm. what, what I saw. Yeah. A bunch of bunk beds in like a big, like, like cafeteria, a, yeah, dude. Dorm room. It's fucking weird, dude. I'm just like, fuck. And he's like, it's like, it's like a halfway house, you know? So there's a bunch yeah. of kids everywhere. And then, um, yeah, he started saying, like, we have these other kids who are tried as adults. They're in this area. They're waiting trial and all this. I was like, what the fuck? Um, who, who like, done stuff like, you know, vehicular manslaughter, robbery. Ro- armed robbery, you know, manslaughter or whatever. <clears throat> so, and I just saw the shit and went back, went to my cell, started sobbing like a little bitch. <laughs> shit. Then my mom came to pick me up. And then it was like right before Christmas. So she's like, you're not getting any presents. <laughs> Stay in your room. So the end of the time, it was like so the easiest time I ever did. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just a few hours. It was, uh, yeah, it was like, um, you know, when you're 12 or 13 years old or however old it I was. It felt like a lifetime. Felt like a lot. Like, dude, the moment when they closed the the holding cell, because like when you get into a cell, they give they give you your own room, uh, you know, yeah. luxuries, luxury amenities. Yeah. Um, but it was fucked up because then you know it's real. Like they literally can take away your freedom. And you're like, I don't know if I'm done with this. It's <laughs> not <laughs> worth it at all. Um, scared me straight. So you just sat in there for what? A couple. I would say about like six hours. Oh, six my hours. Mom was at work. Yeah, my mom That's was little... at work when this. Oh, so the whole day. Basically, wow. yeah, yeah. It was like three. It was like from the time I fucking got caught to like the time it was probably about eight hours. Oh shit! My mom couldn't like just leave just yet because my sister was there. She needed someone to babysit my sister. Mm-hmm. She didn't want to take my sister along because she didn't know what she was getting into. Plus, so. they want to make you sweat longer, maybe. Probably, yeah. And I was hot in there. <laughs> <laughs> the way you see, come on, guys. My eyes are what are sweating. <laughs> they had um. They had like a cell, like just a cement fucking bed, mm-hmm. and they had like a little mat on on the on top of I mean? it. Yeah, it was just like fuck, and they had just a, a stainless steel fucking bathroom with no obviously yeah. with no uh, curtain or any privacy, <laughs> no yeah. seat protectors. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> Gotta condomize it. Um, and there's no. Uh, they had just like a little uh, little sink where you could just like either wash your hands mm-hmm. or drink water or whatever. Yeah. Trying to kill you, trying to drown yourself in there. <laughs> I tried. I got the fucking the bed and I made it into a rope. I don't know. Anyway, wow. So after so that you had no desire to ever. I was. I just. Kinda, I just saw. I just kind of realized. You know that um, being a fucking vandal and fucking just a thug or whatever was. I was like, I don't know if this is really for me. Yeah. And, and I I grew pretty quickly when I was a young kid. So mm-hmm. I was. This size when I was like twelve. No, oh, okay. So I kind of got away with like my height anyway, not my, my off my fatness. My mm-hmm. fatness varied over the years, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was tall, so people kind of like thought I was older than I was. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, dude. So I got away with a lot of shit. I got away with a lot of adult shit very early because <laughs> mm-hmm. I was almost I was hanging out with older people, mm-hmm. so they thought I was. You know, I was like we would do a lot of stupid shit. Like I was. 12 or 13 14 years old and they were like 16 17 mm. and that little difference is a big difference in puberty yeah the difference between a fucking tw- 13 year old and a 16 year old is just three years mm-hmm. but it's a big fucking difference oh yeah and you know um <clears throat> shit just fucking happens you get it you are playing like you know kissing games when you're fucking when with 16 year olds and you're 13 you know oh, what I mean fuck. and you're like um 
making out with your first girl and like it, like at a party and we did that uh, seven minutes of heaven or whatever. Mm. So there's like a lot of things that I got exposed to when I was pretty young because of that. And yeah, and I kind of honestly, I got out of my system, but I was fortunate to learn from those mistakes. And when you're a kid, you're, when you're under 18 specifically, you get a lot of slaps on the wrist. You get a lot of get out of jail free cards. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cause you, you know, for the, but for the most part, I, I feel like, you know, once 18, once you hit 18, it's like, you know, you can't get tried as an adult. Man, you know, it's fucking over. You still get fucking get out of jail free cards till you're like 30. And what I mean by that, so. not like actual get out of jail free cards, but like, you can fucking call your mom. Okay. You, I mean, you, you haven't really experienced this, but I mean, I left, the house pretty young 19 uh-huh. years old so i call my mom I'm like mom i don't know money help me mom she's like i don't know money either I'm like fuck <laughs> who's this <laughs> <laughs> uh, i don't know you uh so yeah it was just kind of like um kind of one of those learning situations but um well, that's the, the the other thing that the the other guy on the channel always was just talking about like how fucking easily your one year or something small, like you say, if you get enough DUIs and you actually have to go to jail, yeah, how um, fucking quickly that can turn from one year into ten years, sure. fifteen years. Right, because right. he said, just like we learned from Prime when he was telling us about, is it, like you got to fucking join a gang when you get in there. And they're going to make you do something eventually. You have to do it. And you have to do it. You have no choice. Because they give you protection. And if you don't, I mean, and if you do it and you hurt the guy, if you cut them, that's 10 years. If you break their, break something, that's 15 years. They catch you. So shit is up. Yeah. But but they're doing it on the yard a lot of times when it's like everyone sees who did it. They see a gang of people and they don't snitch. No one says nothing. So anyway. Did you know? I had a friend. I talked to a friend recently mm-hmm. who I reconnected with. He uh, came out as gay, uh, right? And I told him, where have you been? Yeah. And he said, in jail. What? It's a, it's a long story. I don't want to get into it. But basically, uh, he got he was dating some guy who was underage, and he didn't know. Oh, shit. Yeah. He didn't know. Like, apparently, this. The he whole was, like, dating him? Like, like had a like long-term a, shit? Well, they were dating, and I don't know what happened, but he was uh, 17, and he said he was 21. Wow. He had a fake ID. He had his, a fake ID? Yep. His, so he, they met at a fucking gay club. Fake ID, whatever. And um, he got fucking caught, right? And then they kind of, like, let it go. A little bit. They're like they not let him go, but the, he had a he did end up serving time, first offense, right? Okay. So apparently, oh wait, I think that I got the story mixed up. I think they met. He was sixteen, saying he was twenty or twenty one or, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then they, he got fucking caught, and then they gave him a slap on the wrist. And then apparently they hooked up again afterwards. When he was seventeen. When he was seventeen, <laughs> and uh, they found out again. And they were like, they apparently they cared about each other, but no one, no one, no one cared because <laughs> the parents didn't approve that he was gay. The, yeah. the young guy. So when they saw this activity, they just wanted. They think they thought, oh, you're taking advantage of our son. You're turning him gay. Oh my god! As opposed to well, and the age difference wasn't crazy different. Like how old is he? So he's twenty five. <laughs> He was 24. Okay. He was 24, 24, 25, and then he got locked up when he was 26. And he just got out? Yeah. 
You've been in jail for like 10 years? Not 10 years. Not that long. How long? It was, a, it was a while. Like years, though. Yeah. It was oh, my a, God. Yeah. He, he did like two years, I think. That's fucking terrible. Anyway, that's not the point. It yeah. is terrible. Yeah. I fucking totally agree. He has to register as a sex offender. Wow. He get like all this crazy shit. And he's just like, dude, like I really care for this person and I can't see them anymore. And he's of age now, but yeah, I, I was going to say, he's almost, <laughs> well, you know, just, it was what it was. <clears throat> so in any case, that's besides the point. Yeah. It's fucked it's fu- up it shit. is fucked up. Yeah. It is fucked up. Um, I can understand. Well, that's interesting to know that they gave him just a slap on the wrist the first time because of the whole fake ID. Because you'd think, like, how much of a fucking background check do you have to do on somebody? Right. Just to, you know. Yeah. If they tell you they're 21 they and they have a fucking ID. I think ID, they gave him probation or something and he, like, violated it with the same offense with the same. Pro- and they're like, all right, you didn't. Oh, uh, okay. He was on learn. probation when yeah. he did. Yeah. And then the, the parents found out. And it's like, you know. He's 17. I think that's the age of consent, not in California. Not in California. But I guess that's all that matters. You know what I mean? Whatever. Um, so this is the whole point I was getting to, by the way. He told – I talked to him. I was like, dude, so you were in fucking jail this t- whole this whole time? He's like, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, well, what the fuck, man? How is – like, dude, like, because I'm thinking prime. I'm thinking you got to yeah. go in there. And he's uh, he's the top. It's pretty obvious. He's like a guy. He's a guy. So I I didn't know he was gay. So he kind of – you could see, you could hide behind some of that macho. Oh, he's like him. a more manly guy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm sure, assuming you asked him this, like, well, how level of security did he go yeah, into? Yeah, exactly. So he says, dude, it was fine. And I was like, what the fuck? I go, what did you? He goes, I spent, I uh, did LA County. And I was like, you did LA County? He goes, yep. And then they sent him to uh, Chino or so. They sent him to a bunch of different places. I think he did some time in San Quentin as well. Mm. Like they just bounced him. All around they send him, they send him around. That's what they do. They're like, they kind of have him run the little fucking tour or whatever. And then he finished out his year, his, his last year in like San Quentin or something. So I was like, what the fuck? How did you? How'd survive. You, how'd you survive, yeah. dude? Because you're a pretty soft dude. I'm not saying like, but in general, not yeah. even like a fucking, like when you see Prime and you're like, oh, I had to fucking do that. You're like, I get it. Yeah. I get what you had to do. And if you went to jail and you're like, eh, but you could probably make it work. You yeah. Could, once they find out you know how to play fucking guitar or something, they'll be <laughs> yeah. like, oh, yeah, he's going to be our fucking Hefez guitarist or something, whatever. Yeah. And then you'd be sucking his dick or whatever. Yeah. But you won't get jumped. Yeah. You'd just be sucking mad dicks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so apparently there's a whole gay prison. Oh. Separates you. Separates everybody. So he just went to gay prison. He went to gay prison, and so check this out. Check this out. I know, I know. I already see your face. I want to go to gay prison. I was about to say there were some guys who said they were gay. Yeah, to not have to deal with the politics of prison. Holy fuck! Yeah, if I'm getting arrested, I'm fucking be gay as fuck. Guilty. Oh, no. Holy shit. So what is it like in there? He says this fucking sex party for a <laughs> He said there's a lot of there's a lot of rules, but it's not um like basically everybody leaves you alone. You eat at your own times, it's you're separated and you're part of the trans gay um, you know, kind of like area. Wow. So it's you're completely separated and segregated from the whole prison. Holy fuck, Vice. Get on this shit. <laughs> Fucking show us a doc, man. I didn't know this existed. Yeah, I tripped the fuck gay out, prison. dude. And, uh, yeah, apparently there was, like, some people who pretended to be gay just so they didn't, they didn't have to. You tell them. If you say it straight up from the beginning, you tell the guard, hey, I'm gay. I, I want to go to the, like, I want, like, 
go go to the gay prison. Yeah. They send you to the gay prison, dude. It's that simple. <laughs> That's fucking insane. Because uh, the guy was saying, like, and because uh, that was something like you know you always think, oh, well, what about all the gay shit that happens in prison? Sure. And it's like. Uh, this one dude from that channel, he's saying like, when you're, when you're white, if you, we find out you're, if there's any sexual kind of anything, we kill you. Like if we find out anyone in our group is, is doing anything sexual with another man, they kill you. So I was like, where the fuck is the place? Where is all this gay shit happening? And maybe it's not as big of a thing because they have gay prisons now. Well, yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I, I honestly couldn't tell you what the fuck it is, but if you're doing life and shit, you don't get no conjugal visits. I mean, what the fuck? Would you go gay? Uh, in gay prison? I'd be in gay prison for yeah, sure. For so I think, I think it's only natural. I'm in I life. Just, I just see you on a, on a fucking little keyboard in the fucking middle of the cafeteria. And you're just like, purple rain, purple rain. You have a, you're all princed out. Oh, I'm, gl- I'm glad you told me that. So if I get arrested, I have a plan now. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> you're so dumb um are you so what you choose regular prison or what hell yeah i would what the <laughs> fuck fuck that i, I don't know man you i think it fucking jumped and fucking I read, stabbed in the back and dude because it's like i don't want to falsely be gay I want to, if I'm gonna be gay, I'm gonna to have to be really be gay. How what if it turns you gay? You go in there. <laughs> well, I've been there for like, life anyway. And you're there. Oh well, for life. Oh, I thought you said life. Well, I just said uh, in general. Just in general. For how long are we going? <laughs> <laughs> how long? Like one life or two life sentences? Uh, yeah. Well, you know, if you were in a regular prison, would you uh, would you sample the the? I don't think you can. I, I really don't think you can. That's what Prime said. The same shit. Like if they find out about that shit, they'll be they'll beat you up. Everyone's on the down low about that shit. How about I mean, you gotta be fucking super sneak. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. But because uh, it's like. You, I'm pretty sure that like that's what I've heard is that you get fucking beat up majorly. I heard it's more of a punishment than a fucking like people on the down low shit. I don't know, man. I mean, that's what it looks like in some would movies. You, would, would you? All right, you're in for life, gay prison or straight prison, whatever. Are you? Are you going? Are you trying? I think that, for life. Yes, I think so. I think yeah, so. You're just gonna. Yeah. You can get fucked. I'm in there for life, anyways. No, I didn't say anything about that. <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> would you kill yourself would i kill myself yeah oh, it, God. i like, mean how fucking bad is my life going i'm fucking in you're prison. in prison yeah yeah what the co- fuck did i do i killed somebody I shit what would well, like i know you can't handle prison but there's a really fucked up reality i think if i if when, i went to when prison a, when a man can take away your freedom it's really fucked up yeah i've gotten in a situation where i've gotten arrested before i think i've told the story maybe once or twice yeah but you just arrested and put in the car but you didn't get no taken, I, right? I, I got taken to a drunk tank oh, okay. but i mean but the moment someone puts cuffs on you like another human being basically restrains you from moving freely and they put you in a fucking like a confined area you're like Alright, I fucked up. <laughs> like, <laughs> like this does not feel good. Like the moment you can't use your limbs and they're behind your back. Yeah. It sounds so dumb. If you get a little uh not claustrophobic, but you get a little like fuck, I just wanna just start just, freaking out. Even though right now I could probably work all day with my hands behind my back. But it's your choice. But yeah, it's my choice. The moment there's cuffs and you know you can't and they didn't give a fuck. They were like they they 
they put the cuffs on really tight. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, whatever. That's another story. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just, it was just fucked up all the way around. It's not good. I feel like it, Prison will, and also the thing they're saying on this channel is like fucking mind, just mind your own business. Mm-hmm. Cause if you start talking shit about anyone, anything, well, either you're going to have a problem with that person or you, they're going to make you handle your problem with that one. So if that was, if going to regular prison, you know, I didn't know there's a gay prison. <laughs> I didn't know that was an option, but I mean, like, uh, that would be my plan just to go in there, be as calm as possible try not to start no shit with anybody and just fucking keep my head down and try to be fucking right as to myself as possible and fucking i mean eventually yeah i guess eventually i'm gonna have to do some shit but it's like i feel like like, i've always been able to get along with a lot of different people including like the fucking more homey people like at, at my school or whatever i got along with them too so it's like i feel like i could get along with Whoever, but uh, you're scared. I I don't want to go. I think <laughs> either way, it doesn't sound pleasant. No, like I'm not like I don't want to like I'm not saying gay people make me uncomfortable, but it's just not my orientation. Yeah. So if you're in the gay area, there's gonna be a lot of dudes hitting on you. Period. Like mm-hmm. period. I mean, this isn't like you know what I mean. I don't know if I'd be all right with that. Mm-hmm. It made me feel uncomfortable, and you can you say, "Hey, I just said I was gay. I'm sorry." You're just like, "What the fuck?" Maybe mm-hmm. you get jumped by them. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Are they rat you out? Get sent you to the regular That's prison? True. Probably. Yeah. Maybe they go suck my dick or I'll tell the guard. Yeah. <laughs> You're like fuck. It's like the guard has to watch too. I know, I know. <laughs> He's got to make confirm this. Shit. Yeah. We need a witness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I'm. Who, who could, it could be. I just know that. Uh, I mean, it sounds a lot better than the fucking gangs and the fucking stabbies, though. Also, like I said, if you're white, you have to have a knife on you at all times. And if anyone ever calls you on the fact that you have a knife on you, stab you them. have to stab them. <laughs> oh wow! He said that's the rule in the in the fucking white gang. You have to stab anyone who fucking confronts you about having a knife. I, but I, you always have to have a knife. So it's kind of what the fuck. So it's like everyone knows you have one. Yeah. That's not <laughs> so even if it's a guard, even if it's a guard, they call you out on it. You have to use it. Wow. You should, you should whip it out and then like butter some toast. <laughs> <laughs> this is my butter knife. Yeah, bro. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know what's, what's all that business because the only, the only fucking real thing I have on prison is blood and blood out. And that American didn't me, look good. American me. <laughs> no, that didn't look good. Yeah. <clears throat> Cause we're, they're all lifting weights and shit. They got, the, they got rid of all the weights. Yeah. I don't know. You know what? It, they're, just, they're still lifting weights. They're lifting weights. They make fucking like put, make a sheet and put some fucking books in it or whatever. And yeah. they'll, they'll fucking still, yeah, all you have to do is water, you, water jugs and shit. You can do calisthenics all day. Like yeah. I, all right, they actually you, lift like water jugs and like all get, kinds of different shit. Would you get ripped or would you get fat? Apparently. Well, also they say you pretty much have to work out in there. I've, I've, well, it depends on who, I've, where, right, where you, where funny. you land. It sounds funny. My friend gained weight. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I was like, why? Because he, his friend, who who felt really bad and would put money? Oh, but in. that was gay prison. We're talking about regular prison. It doesn't matter. I think it does matter. You don't get because he said it wasn't that bad. It wasn't for gay people. That's what I'm saying. He went to the gay prison. He yeah, was but that fucking... doesn't mean they give you extra treats. No, I'm I'm saying the threat of uh, violence might not have been so fucking. Yeah, you don't have, you have, you have to be that on your game to yeah, fucking survive in the fucking regular prison. You got to be fucking. Yeah. I got to get jacked so in case I get fucking. Jumped, I get to try I'm, to defend myself. This little, 
Yeah. Or blocking punches. He's second day. Yeah. <laughs> Blowing people. <laughs> That's his defense. Yeah. So, But I mean, like, if you're in regular prison, you got to be... I feel like you, that's what they say is like, they get so swole because there's nothing else to do and you got to be ready for when the shit goes down. You got to get jacked. I think the I'll shit, be Jack Diesel the if I'm gonna go, in prison. The shit's going to go down November 9th, I think. November 9th I when we go see, yeah, see the Hilltop Boys? see the Hilltop Boys. We can't do it this, this early on September 11th because I already have a fucking engagement yeah. to be in New York on a plane. <laughs> oh, shit. Meaning a lot there. <laughs> it's one way. Don't yeah. <laughs> That's why you're never going to the November 11th. <clears throat> However, you also have a, a fucking wedding coming up. Yeah. So. Uh, November, I should be good though. Yeah, November 9th. November 9th, I think that's the date. Let's, let's do it. How much are they? 40 bucks each? 35 bucks. Let's get them. Um, yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it for the, we'll do it for Gavin. We'll do it for Mel and we'll do it for Australia. Jim Jeffries would appreciate that. Eleven thirty. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> School <laughs> night. Beauty sleep nights on Saturday. Oh, okay, fair enough. Actually, the Wednesday one might be good. Oh wait, can you make that? Is that going to be? Yeah, it's going to cut into your conflict. gig day. The right, Wednesday the, one might be better. Is the September eleventh one. September eleventh. Oh, 11th you got something? Day? I do, but I mean, I could probably figure it out. <laughs> I could take out the building another day. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Let's do it. So you're not going to gay prison. You get I'm going to, I'm you going, get twenty years. I'm going straight prison. You're going straight prison. Straight prison. I'm gonna I think I'd fuck I think I'd I think I'd fucking outsmart all those gangsters. Yeah, you think oh, so? Oh yeah. How <laughs> oh, so? Like, I'd turn that one into the gay prison. <laughs> <laughs> the turn everyone gay. Um I don't know. I think I, I think I'd survive. I think I'd be a, I would be I, like a, a prime in that suspect. Uh, see, the prime was in uh, was I don't know what level. You probably wasn't at a super high level. He was like fucking second in command or something. Yeah, I, yeah. Because I think like the the higher level you go. So if you're getting like twenty years, you're going in with much fucking <clears throat> so check this crazier out. people basically. So, so essentially, here's my understanding. Prime, if you're listening, correct me. Yeah. If I'm wrong, but I'm right. Not nah, um. So the only reason why you're you're you have all these gang members who you're hanging out with is because they're also brown like you, yeah. and they're protecting themselves from the whites and blacks, mm-hmm. and maybe others, which is like Asians or whatever. Yeah. So, um, you don't really feel like. You're in a gang as much as you're like you have protection from this pack who's going to protect yeah. you. And if shit goes down, it's because you a deserved it, right? B you fucked with the wrong person and also falls into you deserved it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then shit, and then you have some people who are going to back you up. You well, know? not just that, but they when you're the new person, they literally will tell you you have to do this. Yeah, you have no choice. I mean, like if it has nothing to do with you. You hey, go take care of that guy. It's just business. Yeah, but I mean, that's how it works. It's just like it's you, like you go to a gig. But I mean, you can't avoid it. You know, yeah. It's almost like you can't get away with going to prison and not ever having to do some shit. Yeah, unless you're in gay prison, when well, you have to do some other shit. Yeah, sure. <laughs> just shit pushed in. <laughs> pushed in. <laughs> Big time, bro. Uh, that was a little fucking reference to uh, oh, shit. You read your shit pushed in, Otto. 
That was uh, a reference to Training Day. Remember? That's what he said. You remember that where he's like, where, where they're, they're, gonna, they're gonna kill Ethan Hawke? Yeah. Remember he's like, you don't remember that when they was go he to, at the part when he's at the party or something? He's like at the party, he's he's playing cards with those guys. Yeah. And he looks out the window and fucking Denzel Washington car is gone. Remember? Mm-hmm. And they're about to kill him, and he goes, he takes his wallet, and he sees this fucking. Hey, is this your fucking? Is this your cousin? And he's like, oh. What the fuck? Why well, you have my fucking cousin's wallet in your pocket? And he goes, she was being raped in the park. Oh, uh, yeah. Part? So yeah, that, and he saved so her. So right before that, yeah, like right before that, they're playing cards. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, let me see your Glock, homie. Let me see. Your, ah, come on. And he's fucking around. And he, like, he's playing with his gun. And uh, he goes, hey, bro, you ever had your shit pushed in? And he's like, what? Like, Ethan Hawke's like, what the fuck? And the other guy's like, he goes, I had my shit pushed in. <laughs> And the other dude's like, yeah, bro. Fuck yeah, bro. I had my shit pushed in big time, bro. And we're just like, what the fuck? Like, what are these guys talking about? And what was it? They were just trying to scare him. Oh, they were just trying to scare him. Yeah. They're about to, you're about to. I haven't seen that movie in a while, but I did see a movie recently that, that? that came up on the show. What's that? Inglorious Bastards. Still watching it again. Yeah, what do you think? I didn't. I didn't finish it. So I. I think there's five chapters. I think I saw the four. Kill the Nazis. Movie's fucking great. It is, and it's like had something that um, once upon a time in Hollywood is missing. What's it's that? A story. <laughs> no, no, mostly that every chapter in that in the movie is like its own little movie. It's own like a own little vignette. Yeah. I agree. And it's fucking, they're all so tense and they're all so good. I mean, the first one you get, you get the, that'd be the first, that first guy. Scene, that it's first an amazing scene, scene. and it's so first much tension or whatever. It's just like, and he's speaking in all these languages. Christoph Waltz, yeah. What's it? Christoph what? Christoph Waltz. My bad. And he's speaking uh, French and then he speaks English. And then yeah. he's like, tells them basically, <laughs> Uh, I'm guessing because they we're speaking in English that those that the Jews underneath the floorboards must not speak English because they haven't reacted and he's like yeah he's like well tell me where they yeah, are and it's so fucking it's, it's such so, a good, so much tension it's an amazing and it's, it's amazing. a it's it almost feels like a play because you're watching like these most of the time you're watching the each chapter and it kind of all takes place most of the time in like a, one or two locations. And that, that whole scene is just all at that little farmhouse mm-hmm. and it could totally be done on a stage. Cause it's just them talking and then the soldiers come in and shoot the ground. Um, it was great. And it has its own little self-contained story. Then there's the whole fucking thing in the bar. The one thing I really like for some reason is when, uh, Christoph Waltz and that girl who ended up running away, he didn't shoot her at the beginning. Yeah. Shoshana. Yeah. So she didn't know they're having uh, dinner together and, and they then, ordered her and milk. Uh, they, they order the, not only that, like they order, yeah, yeah. But like they order that, uh, that, that strudel. Yeah. Strudel. Yeah. With, with cream. And he goes, ah, ah wait for the cream. <laughs> it's so Before good. Cream. Yeah. It's so fucking good. Um, then the whole fucking scene in the, in the, like basement tavern. Remember that where they're yeah, like picking dude. up the lady hammers. Oh shit. When they had, when they had that big uh, showdown. In the- yeah. But they have the whole scene where they're like playing that game with the cards on their heads. Oh, and then yeah, also yeah, yeah. he gets ratted out for putting, ordering three glasses by using his, his pointer fingers, his index fingers, instead of using his thumb. Remember that? Yeah. That was how he got rat out. So that's fucking brilliant too. That's Cause brilliant. that's like a fucking little detail. It's a great detail. And, um, 
and the guy sn- sniffs out his bad accent. And um, it's just like that, and that whole thing, that whole little story, that character only comes in in that chapter and then he's dead by the end of that chapter. He is, dude. But it's its own little story that's fucking intense. Intense, so it's like every little part has its own intense story, mm. much like Pulp Fiction. Every little, Ooh. every little different story has its own little tension that comes up, and like bands. every single, every single person is like their own star of that movie. It's yes, and it over and over is giving you like these intense like story arcs that are going and coming and going, coming and ending. Right. And um, Django is kind of similar. I think it, that one have chapters in it. Do you remember? Django? Did that one have chapters? So. Uh, that one was more of a full story, wasn't it? Uh, it, it, may, it feels like it had chapters, but I don't think it did. Hateful Eight definitely had chapters. Oh, yeah. Um, did you see it, by the way, in the new format that was on you? No, made? I did not watch it all. It's pretty good. Yeah? I, mean, I haven't seen it. But yeah. Oh, I saw the, the movie in the theaters. Yeah. Um, I liked it. That wasn't one of my favorites, but I liked it. Um, but... Again, that one had a lot of tension building up through the whole movie. And uh, the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was just tensionless, you know? Yeah. And uh, I think that's... It's probably his worst, though. His worst movie, you think? The ending was so good that it definitely keeps it alive for me. Mm. I mean, Jackie Brown is is probably still one of my favorites. But Inglourious Bastards, man. It's really fucking good. Yeah, I know. It's, it's really, really fucking I agree. Good. I agree with you. I think it's a great fucking flick, dude. So, um, yeah. I think that uh, should definitely be in your top five. <laughs> I think you need to rewatch it so you could uh, readjust your top five there. I think you're right, my friend. <laughs> uh, so, um, where can people find you, Cheech, on the internet? Uh, you can find me at Best Podcaster. You can find me. At the Bell City Players. Gangster. You can find the Bell City Players at thebellcityplayers.com. Whoa. You can find this show at ADHDcast. Whoa, you're you can right. Find the, our email, ADHDcast <clears throat> at gmail.com. You can find Rebel Talk at rebeltalk.net. Wow. Uh, <laughs> you can find. Uh, so so much shit to find at Ernie Hurtado. You're right. You are right, my friend. And uh, at Rebel Talk, at Rebel Talk Network. That's right. On Instagram. Oh, wait. Rebel Talk. Rebel Talk Net. Rebel Talk Net on Instagram. Mm -hmm. All right. You'll find it. And that's it. That is it. (laughs) That is it. And uh, we're going to be looking in, probably going to a fucking Hilltop Hoods show. Dang. Um. You ready? Should be interesting. <laughs> you ready, spaghetti? Yeah, I, I like the fact that it's at the Roxy. I think that's cool. Not, I would like Mad. I was saying. I wouldn't go to. I don't think I would go if it was like at a stadium or some shit like that. Yeah. It'd be too much fucking ordeal. Yeah, I think you're right. But uh, yeah, sweet man. Well, um, I will definitely keep uh, everyone posted including mal and gavin when we officially buy the tickets which should be very soon i think we'll go to the one in um um one of those two <laughs> yeah we'll figure it out one of those two uh i think that was it yeah i think we covered everything this week <clears throat> sweet yeah all right guys we'll see you guys next week then later scares <laughs>